Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Hey there, folks. Welcome to this week's episode of the Audio Podcast, the long-awaited return of the Audio Podcast. Uh, Sorry for the delays of the uploads of... uh, the audio podcast lately i apologize uh deeply for that lately the shows have been going over uh four hours or more and it's difficult to uh upload some of those longer audio files uh to anchor so i've been a bit behind on that apologies uh but tonight's show was only an hour and a half so uh you know we're well, good. This uh, this audio should upload fairly quickly and uh, post. And obviously, if you're hearing this, it indeed has posted successfully. Uh, anyway, tonight's uh, show is uh, more about comic book culture and my reaction to the new uh, Joker movie trailer, as well as some other uh, comic book uh, talk. Now, the reason I titled this comic book uh, Culture Part 1 is because hopefully in Part 2, I will have one of my friends on to discuss more about comic book culture and kind of where we're headed uh, in terms of the relevance of comic books in pop culture here in the next few weeks. So uh, I'm very excited for that, but this was just kind of my personal, uh, you know, primer on that, plus... uh, I also played a video of uh, Carl, too, who is a famous YouTuber, and he uh, he's kind of like Jackass uh, meets, you know, a woke uh, investigative journalist. So um, he recently infiltrated a furry convention, so I played the video of that, and uh, that was pretty hilarious. And, of course, we I also discussed a little bit about Owen uh, Benjamin tonight because what uh podcast of the Whitfield Report 
would uh, this show be without that? So anyway, folks, uh, strap in for a wild ride. It should be a good episode, and I want to thank you so much for uh, listening to the show, and uh, enjoy the podcast. Thank you, and God bless, and God save this great nation. And we're live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to tonight's edition of the uh, Whitfield Report, broadcasting live from South Florida. And uh, I'm very glad to be here. Hold on a sec. Sorry, just had to uh, pause the uh, live stream chat here for a sec, um, or rather pause the live stream on Google Chrome. Uh, otherwise, I would get playback. Uh, anyway, I want to thank each of you for uh, joining me here tonight. If you're uh, able to watch us live, uh, as always, Contact info as usual. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at sampnabu underscore ngc hashtag uh, Whitfield Report. Um, you can follow me on Gab and um, at Sam Whitfield. Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. As always, uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, it should be a pretty great episode tonight. Speaking of uh, the audio podcast, I am going to be uh, uploading the last few uh, episodes of the Saturday edition uh, to the podcast feed. I haven't done it in a few weeks just because some of our episodes have gone um, on for over four hours and it's kind of hard uh, to upload longer podcasts and audio streams um, that are four hours long. It's harder to, up, to upload them all into one file, so I'm going to have to probably break those down. Um, but so... Um, in case some of you guys are subscribed uh, on Apple Podcasts and wondering where the where the podcast is, I just have to upload them. I'm I'll do that tomorrow probably uh, after you know afternoon when I get some free time and I'll upload tonight's episode as well. All right, so uh, tonight's episode is kind of going to be a uh, a lighter episode in tone. Uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about uh, comic book culture. Uh, in particular, I want to discuss one of the uh, trends that has uh, kind of been popping up in comic book culture. It's the age-old question of, is social justice invading comic book lore, or um, how is it invading, and when is it not invading? Uh, comic book culture. Uh, and this actually has to do with, uh, in particular, the new Joker trailer that 
came out uh, earlier this week, which, uh, yes, Pygros, I, I, I did see it. And I, I want to break. I want to break down the uh, the Joker trailer because I feel like a lot of people, uh, particularly unkind with the right libertarian uh, side of the spectrum, don't really. They they think that the Joker's uh, portrayal in this movie is basically a. They they think that he's being portrayed as like some sort of soy boy who uh you know lives with his mom and gets depressed and that's what spirals him out at the edge but that's not necessarily the so that's not necessarily like social justice commentary on cultural you know male toxicity or whatever they they believe in um there are a couple of joker storylines most notably the killing joke um graphic novel from the 1980s which i highly encourage you uh guys to read if you're into comic books or anything like that at all uh the killing joke is basically one of the most if not the most famous kind of joker uh origin story out there that really examines uh you know human psychology and what what really does it take for uh, someone to break. Uh, the Joker's philosophy is that it just kind—it of, just takes one bad day for someone to go insane. That's kind of, uh, you know, his philosophy in that story. And uh, Batman has a different one. And I—I I don't want to spoil it for those who uh, haven't, who might not have read that uh, book, even though it's you know close to 30 years old now but um it's an interesting look at human psychology and uh i think it's well worth reading now before we get to the joker trail because i actually uh have i actually have watched it and i do want to do a, a breakdown of it. i i just want to uh kind of go into my background of reading comics because i've been a I've been a comic book fan actually for most of my life. Um, even before I got into politics, really, uh, from the time I was like six, seven, uh, I grew up with Batman, with Batman the animated series. Uh, most kids from the who grew up in the '90s and early 2000s, like myself, uh, if you watched cartoons of any kind as a kid uh you probably watched uh batman the animated series as well uh it was very uh influential to me as far as comics go and uh my um and so the the animated series really spurred my uh interest in comics and Say what you will, that that show is about, you know, 25 years old, old now, but it really did, in fact, um, in my view, take a lot of complex issues, um, you know, like, obviously they had fun episodes for kids, uh, some which were funny and mindless, like the, you know, uh, the 
the Joker's uh, Christmas one um, and whatnot. There were there were just some silly ones, uh, but then there were also some really heavy episodes, which of course dealt with the uh, murder of the Waynes, and there were a couple ones that dealt with you know drug issues and you know the impact of organized crime on a city um other things that were pretty heavy-handed topic for an animated tv series at the time um and batman just in general that whole lore kind of has always fascinated me the the idea that a mere mortal could uh you know become a vigilante and you know take on criminals that always fascinated me from just a, a pure uh, storyline approach and um, whatnot. So, um, yeah, I got into comics from the time I was seven, and I, I'm both a Marvel and a, D, a DC fan equally. I... I really do enjoy some of the older Marvel Marvel comics. Um, I will say though that probably around like 2012 and whatnot was when I stopped reading comic books. Like, not in general, but that was when I stopped subscribing to a bunch of them because it wasn't even so much that that I felt that comics were becoming too social justice. Although I guess now they kind of haven't, but it was more, uh, I was, you know, I just didn't have enough time to read them, and uh, just the storylines weren't that great, and, uh, you know, by that time, this show had already, had kind of taken over my interest, so, you know, what little spending slash hobby money I had in high school, um, you know, it went from comics basically to supplies to make uh, this show at the time better. And that was, you know, mainly on audio equipment. But uh, I, the reason why I'm bringing this up again is because I saw a lot of uh, people on the right who I very much respect... And they were tweeting about the, uh, the Joker trailer and saying, yeah, this... Uh, this new Joker movie seems uh, very social justice uh, warrior-like. The the Joker is uh, kind of... He kind of seems like a pussy. Which, uh, again, is not the case. The Joker has always kind of been a, a broken and fragmented character. So I am going to play this uh, trailer now if YouTube will... Let me kind of uh, break it down for you. If if you're if you're into comics, you'll get some of the references I'm gonna make. Uh, if not, then you'll get to see me just put on my film uh, analysis hat too, or rather movie trailer analysis. So yeah, and uh, Jolly says um, Kevin Conroy is best Batman and. And uh, Mark Hamill is best Joker, forever and always. And uh, yes, Jolly, that is absolute fact. I would, I would agree. I mean, K- 
Kevin Con Kevin Conroy will always be my Batman, and Mark Hamill will, will always be the Joker. But I have to say, uh, Joaquin Phoenix does a pretty. I'm actually looking forward to this movie, and uh, I really ever like horror films or anything having to do with clowns. But uh, let me break this down for you and uh, go over some analysis. Alright. Arthur, does it help to have someone to talk to? My mother always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. She told me I had a purpose. To bring laughter and joy. All right, now one thing I want to point out right off the bat, uh, this so this film I was reading, it doesn't take place in the mainstream uh, DC universe. This takes place in uh, what DC uh, and calls its Elseworlds universe, and the Elseworlds universe isn't really a cohesive uh universe in itself they they tend to do uh one-off stories of themselves i mean technically the the watchman movies are uh part of the um are part of the elseworlds uh universe or i should say the watchman comic book which i'll i'll get into watchman and how that actually uh influenced my ideology somewhat too. Watchmen is a very good movie. But uh, anyway, this film also takes place in 1981 and the Joker, in in this case his name is Arthur and he's an aspiring stand-up comedian and uh, you know, who has Traumatic issues. So this this should be interesting. Continuing on. To the world. Is it just me, or is it getting crazier out there? I do want to point out too. Uh, Mersh and Royce on ROTC, they, they pointed this out. Uh, what? So Joaquin Phoenix uh, apparently lost a whole lot of uh, weight for this movie, and it, and it shows. Uh, now, people thought that uh, this thing on his back was like a tattoo. That's a, that's a bruise, I guess, from him getting hit by that uh, sign. The lighting in this uh, film, too, is very reminiscent of the Watchmen films, a very uh, dark uh, scenery. I also took some film courses in college, so I'm versed in this, but the stuff, just the cinematography is very, uh, very darkish. I, I like it as opposed to more of the mainstream DC films. Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, 
even though it's breaking when there are clouds. That's uh, Arkham Asylum that we just saw in the uh, in that last shot there. Now he's inside the asylum with some guy who's screaming. In the sky, you'll get by what? if you smile <laughs> to your fear and sorrows. Okay, pretty uh, excellent Joker laugh, if I if I do say so myself. That that's one thing I I never really felt like Heath Ledger's Joker, although. Now, don't get me wrong, Heath Ledger's Joker was iconic in its own way. But, uh, you know, those people are also saying, oh, well, the, uh, you know, Heath Ledger's, Ledger's Joker is the best of all time. It's the definitive version. Well, no, uh, Ledger's, Ledger's Joker was kind of its own interpretation. The, the Joker in that film was more of like an anarchist type who, as Alfred said, in The Dark Knight just wanted to watch the world uh, burn. This one seems a little more rooted in the comics uh, in terms of aesthetic, more of like the brew, uh, the cold uh, brooding serial killer. Um, again, the lighting in this scene in the color pot how it's very reminiscent of uh, some of the shots from the panels, I should say, from the Killing Joke uh, movie. And maybe tomorrow you What's so funny? Just Gotham has lost its way. What kind of coward would do something that cold-blooded? Someone who hides behind a mask. Okay, now that was supposed... I guess that guy on the TV, from what I'm reading, they haven't confirmed this 100%, but supposedly uh, that's Thomas Wayne, the father of Bruce Wayne, and uh, he's running for mayor, and in this version, he's not necessarily a, a great guy, uh, so to speak. But uh, this should be incredibly interesting. to think that my life was a tragedy. But now I realize it's a comedy. So, uh, very well done as far as movie trailers go, I think. Um, and again, this 
this is more of a psychological thriller, and I, I guess from what some people are saying, uh, you know, part of the horror genre as well. Now, I'm not a big fan of uh, horror films. I am a I am more of a psychological thriller uh, fan. But um, anyway, yeah, this this one definitely looks uh, interesting. Um, Watchmen, that film, and the comic book is a, another really good study on uh, human philosophy. I I must have uh, read that book at least at least um, oh gosh I I first read the novel the graphic novel before the movie came out and that was back when I was uh, in high school. Um, I immediately, I would, I would have to say as far as all the characters in that movie go, uh, I would, uh, I would say that I identified, uh, pretty closely with, uh, Rorschach, obviously, who, by the way, is based off of one of my other, uh, favorite characters in the DC universe, uh, known as The Question, uh, the question is, uh, the, the question was more of a libertarian, uh, Zen character fighting, uh, you know, inner city drugs. That was a very dark comic too in the eighties. The eighties had some just really great, uh, novels and whatnot. So, uh. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, uh, let's see, so, uh, I'm, I'm just reading through some of the comments, uh, for a sec, um, I predict Spawn and the Crow will get a, will get a reboot, uh, Gabe says the good Phoenix brother, Died on the side. I'd walk in front of the Viper room. So, oh, so so River Phoenix and Joaquin Phoenix, they they are related. Then that's not just my imagination. Well, I mean, I I from what I've seen of River Phoenix, I I really can't argue with with that. Um. I would I would say the same thing with uh, the Belushi brothers, actually. Uh, you know, John Belushi, may rest in peace, was the far was the far superior uh, you know actor. I I know that I know that Jim had his uh, you know things too, but I, I I felt like he tried to copy his brother too much in what little I saw um speaking of comedians who have died uh too early i recently started uh actually not recently yesterday i actually bought the first uh season of news radio um and uh i did uh, obviously uh you know rogan's on that show and it's uh it's funny because it seems like Rogan 
even though he's younger, he plays himself on news radio. So that's interesting. But uh, yeah, F- Phil Hartman uh, was also on the show, and man, it's it's weird. Uh, it's weird watching that show, knowing what happened uh, to him in just a few. Not even after that show, like in the midst of the fourth season or something, I think. But uh, yeah, talk about talk, uh, you know, famous actors who were gone too soon. So, yeah. Kinnison. Kinnison, Candy, Farley, Hartman, Hedberg, yep, they all, they all died too early, yep, same, same thing with Brandon Lee, and, uh, the infamous Patrice O'Neill, so, yeah, yeah, well, Rogan's not dead yet, Pygris, uh, I, and I don't think he needs to die either, but yeah. Brandon Lee was supposed to be Neo in the Matrix. Very, uh, that's interesting. Now, I, uh, I also read somewhere recently that the Matrix was based on one of the Philip K. Dick novels, though I can't remember, uh, which one. So, yeah, that's interesting. Ba- basically, my point, though, with uh, bringing up comics culture, um, there, I wouldn't really say that uh, comics should be politicized, although I, I think they are. Uh, I remember reading, like, a, a story from a few months ago about how, I guess, uh, I guess John Bernthal, who plays the Punisher, uh, another comic I, I love, I guess, I guess John Bernthal, uh, got in hot water with the, uh, with the, uh, social justice fags because, uh, he he actually thanked veterans for their service at a convention, and I guess you know, I, I guess he said something like he's pro gun, and well, obviously he plays the Punisher, so I don't know, I don't know why those people would freak out, but yeah, I mean, the so the social justice warriors are trying to ruin comic books like they are with everything else and uh I don't you know I I think it's stupid The Matrix takes its influence from the anime Ghost in the the Shell which uh which Ghost in the Shell takes its influence from uh Blade Runner the original which is one of my all time favorite movies uh as much as I, uh, as much as I love, uh, Star Wars and whatnot, I, I think Blade Runner as a science fiction movie is a, uh, far better film, in my opinion. 
just as far as uh, science fiction films go. But um, anyway, if there's uh, anything else comic book related you would like to bring up, uh, feel free to do some in the chat, and uh, I'll I'll try to cover or answer. But uh, in the meantime, I wanted to uh, break down this video. I, I know that uh, Mersh did. So on uh, his show, I think on Thursday, but uh, Carl, our uh, one of my favorite uh, ship hosters on YouTube, did a hilarious uh, infiltration of a, of a of a furry con convention, and uh, I don't know I don't know if Pikers will will. Uh, will, will like the, will, will like this much, but I I. I I, I, at first I thought that Carl was just insanely weird and, uh, whatnot. And, and believe, and believe me, I guess Carl is insanely weird, but he's weird in a charming way, in a, in, in a kind of charming way, way now. I, f I find his shit posting, uh, antics to be, you know, Almost endearing in a in a really weird sort of way. I I, I like it. Um, so I, I I want I want to I want to break this this down because I just found it so uh, entertaining. So uh, anyway, this is uh, this is oh and by the way, the fact that Carl went to Dallas, Texas for this is absolutely hilarious. And, uh, so in a, here is, uh, here is, this isn't the entire thing, but, um, uh, someone did a pretty hilarious compilation of, uh, Carl II at, at a furry convention in, in Dallas, Texas. So, let's, uh, roll the tape and break this bad boy down. Yes me, yes me, yes me, yes me. Sorry, excuse me. Furries, hi furries. Uh, listen, is there is there um is there free parking here on Sundays? Sundays? No, we just parked up there. It's like it's like five dollars for twelve hours. Okay, now one thing I wanted to ask right off the bat the other night. Um, when I first saw this on Nightwave, uh, why would you ever want to do a furry convention in Dallas, Texas in the spring? I mean, it doesn't really seem like those fursuits would have a whole lot of, uh, ventilation in them. But, um, at any rate, this should be interesting. There, there are just some really funny mo moments here. $5 for 12 hours? Yeah, that's not too bad. Can you guys show us? It's like, if you go up here. 
So can you guys, first off, where is the furry convention? Just right up here, at the hotel. At the Hyatt? What's yeah. the, how much does it cost? Um, for a, daily pass a daily pass was like 35. Right, right. It was like 60 for the entire thing. 60 for the entire yeah. thing. Yeah. One second, I'm, on li I'm live streaming right now. Do you guys want to answer some questions? People are curious about what the furries do in the furry conventions. I mean... So, this is my furry nigga right over here. Um, what uh, what do you guys want to ask? Um, what's your name? I'm Buddy, yep. Buddy, okay, this is Buddy. So, are you into yiffing? Okay. I really like giving things out to people to make a good impression. I right. like to make people smile. That's why I'm here and why I like doing it. Understood. As, let me give you a little souvenir. Oh, wonderful. So this is a yiffing emblem, and what about you, man? Like, mm -hmm. what do you, do you guys Enjoy have? Your day. Well, at least I got a pin, right? All right, guys, I'm gonna just pay for parking like a non-degenerate, and then I'm gonna go, you know, do what furries do, which is um, have sex with each other in mascot costumes. All right. Let's go do that. Perfectly uh, socially acceptable behavior. Let's go do that. Okay. Got my little pin right over here. Okay, I'm just gonna pin that. Are you guys here for the Yiffing convention? Yeah. The Yiffing um, convention. How much is that? Like five bucks? No, it's about 500. And you gotta have a mercy for it. I have a Yiffing badge. Look, do you see it? I'm ready to I'm ready to yiff. I'm ready to fuck in a mascot bad. costume right now. Are you guys ready? <laughs> I know you are. You like to fuck dogs. What's up? What's up? How are you? <laughs> oh my god. So are you going to be like I I by the way, I love when Carl does that uh does that well when he does his when he does his fag impression it's uh it's it is one of the funniest uh things i've uh heard because he 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 does it so incredibly he do, he does the worst stereotype of a of a gay guy so well it's, it's just it's it's hilarious to watch. A uh, a dog or something? Like, what are you gonna try to be for me? <laughs> I got a yiffing badge. Check it out. One second. <laughs> try my finding my yiffing badge. Fuck. He stays in character. Shit. Are you into yeffing? Get out of here, man. You guys aren't into yeffing. Don't you guys have holes cut out for that costume? You guys aren't fags. Jesus Christ. Ashley, I think you're <laughs> Fine!
fucking hot. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Oh yeah. god. Are you into yiffing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can you define yiffing for me? He that guy out. No? Guy just runs away. But you wouldn't know what yiffing is, right? I've never even heard of that word. Yeah, Come on. Hey man, I mean, can you be impartial about this question? Because everyone's just like running away from me when I ask it. What is yiffing? Can oh. you define what yiffing is? Yes. yes. The furry version of sex. Yeah. Based upon oh, the of the sound of a fox. The furry version of sex? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, it's been since the, the 90s. That, that, that term out. came out in like 90s, <laughs> mid 90s. Right. I honestly have found my home here. I honestly think I belong here. Are you a furry? I am yes. a furry. You're a furry 100%? Yes. Sure, 100. Oh, I am a furry. What is with that choking mechanism that you got? Yeah. It's a collar. Collar. It's yeah. not a choker? It's not. I, I, it's, I a, it's a legit co uh, collar. I don't wear a collar because I do. I'm a, I'm a wild animal. I'm a feral. Hyena, fox, they look bad in the car. No. He's a bad fox. You got a big belly. You got a big belly. Yeah. I do not. I'm a wolf. You're a wolf as well? Right. Are you Jolly Roger in the chat goes, that nigga just <laughs> Right, Naruto ran the fuck up. Oh my god, that that's so true. Uh, uh, if if Carl if Carl if Carl did that to me though with that voice I would pretty much run off uh, as well. Just, uh, you know, hilarious. Guys, doing something together? Like, guys. We room together. Yeah, oh, he's, 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 uh, he's the uh, token. Entourage. Entourage. Token so, have you guys ever, like, triple yift? No. Pikers in the chat says. I'm afraid I found this hilarious. Yeah, but I mean, Pycarus, how can I put this? As like, as far as furries go, you're uh, normal. So, <laughs> uh, convention centers need more flamethrowers. Yeah, for science. So, uh, yeah, true. Don't do that. I don't do sex. I'm saying that you're the top bun, he's the bottom bun, and you're the filling. Yeah. And next thing you know, you got an ice cream sandwich. How about that? <laughs> and you guys are yiffing. That means you're dressed as Sonic, the hedgehog. You're dressed as uh, Vegeta, for whatever reason. Vegeta? Yes, Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. And you're dressed as SpongeBob. I don't have any sexual I don't know, he sold me at SpongeBob. Yes. Are you kidding me? Look at that shit. Are you, are you, look, look. Do you see that? Do you not see that? No. Is that not, listen. Oh my god. I mean, also. Uh oh, she's fat shaming. What was that? Oh my god, it's a SWAT cat! You called me a her. I called you a her? Are you non binary? Is that what it's called? What are you? Trans, I'm a boy. You're a boy! Amazing. That's amazing. Are you also a boy or. Third last time I checked. Understood. Understood. Supposedly it's optional, but you can only deal with that once. No, no, I completely agree. Do you guys do like that kind of yiffing? Oh, look at those guys in there. Amazing. Why? Did, listen, I'm, I'm not kidding, man. Like, would you fuck those? Like, if they were actual. I mean, would you fuck them? Like, just be honest. If, you came buying gay if, if you were buying gay, would you fuck like those those furries? Like, just be, be honest. 
I don't like, know. are you turned on by by any of this? Like, I, I'm serious. I mean, look, look at that gyration right over there. Do you want to hit on that? Do you want me to go like, do I? I'm the I'm like the best furry pickup artist there is. <laughs> I'm just being straight up with you. Right. Best furry pickup artist. Do you want me to try to like, I don't know, seduce them a little bit? No. Like this is street attraction 101, man. Like you either get laid doing that or die trying. That's what 50 Cent wrote in his, his new book. You know 50 Cent, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Get rich or die trying. Nah, me nigga. Yeah, right? yeah, I know what you mean. Right, right. So, <laughs> nigga, do you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go forward and, are you, are you going to try? Am I, we're running a boot camp right now. This is a live boot camp. Live pickup boot camp furry edition. All right, live yif boot camp. Let's roll. Yif boot camp. Your name, your name is Giorgio Galanza, uh, Gonzalez. Okay, you're Martinez. I'm Carlito. Okay, man. All right, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to pick this up. Okay. Listen, dude, we're normal people. They're normal people. Let's go up and try talking to them. Okay. So here we go. All right, man. Yo, yo, Martinez, Martinez. Come on. You're fucking up the. You're fucking up the session. They're the targets. Oh my god. Holy fuck, bro. Why are you fucking up, man? You gotta lay this down for them. We're talking about calibration. We're talking about upping your game right now. What? What are you congruent right now? Are you congruent? Like, are you comfortable with your mind state right now? That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Okay. Coming for the kill. Come on, Martinez. Come on. They just. <laughs> oh, likewise. I want to see your name again. <laughs> You're doing well, dude. You're doing well. This is a. <laughs> Holy fuck! You're creeping me out. You got such big eyes. Holy shit. <laughs> such massive eyes. Massive anime eyes. Listen, Martinez, you're doing really well, though. Like, you have to hit on her a, blip, a bit more aggressively. Women are into aggression in terms of... You just assume my gender? I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're pink. You have feminine traits. Absolutely. No. Oh, they're going to get you Yes. Now. You are really pissing off and offending a lot of people. Please leave. Come on. He's being creepy. I'm being creepy? I'm teaching Martinez right here how to pick up chicks. All right. Chicks. Oh, how, how heavy. There's chicks right here. Look at these beautiful ladies. So you have a large frame. You have the appropriate height, man. You can pick up any of these, you know. I mean, these, I mean, like, look, dude, like, you got what it takes, man. Just slip it in real quick. Nah, mean, nigga. You don't want to assume Assume oh age? How old are how old are they? Age. Are you like five years old? Like what's going on? No, but minor, yes. <laughs> horrible, <So>. horrible. <laughs> Yo, um Yes. Please keep the camera off me and yeah, no, no. you okay. had of me delete it. Alright, understood. Hi sir, is this a public domain? It's a public domain, right? I think so. Understood. Thank you so much. No problem. Oh my god. Just to reiterate, yiffing. Yeah, there's there's miners here. This is disgusting. I have to be, I have to maybe get out of here, potentially. Yiffing is sex and mascot costumes. This community has a huge prevalence in it, in it. One of the guys said that one in three of these guys has sex with one another in a costume. All right, there's a big prevalence. There's actually there's actually a large. 
um, prominence of pedophilia in this community, from what I understand. There's a lot of articles on it. Guys, just be careful. Be careful around here. Well, this is interesting. You know, this is Dallas, Texas. I was coming here to, you know, learn about, you know, country music, and now I'm here. Now Carl has got his fake country accent on, too, which is absolutely hilarious. When he does that. Pikers goes, I knew a bunch of Nazi furs back in the day. Oh, well, that that seems like a really weird fetish then. Uh, you know, you've got the Nazi kink and the furry kink. Wow, that's... Uh, that's weird. That's like weird on top of weird on top of sadistic on top of like more weird and sadistic and evil stuff too. Surround by furries. It's a very wonderful place. It's a wonderful place. Trying to answer on the blind, my nigga. Whose dicks is bigger? Who never knew another nigga did it for the trick? Come on. Yo, what do you have to say? I mean, if I know that you're not comfortable talking, uh, Spyro, what are you? Spyro with, uh, where are you? I don't, I don't understand what the fuck you are. Spyro Mango. Okay, this is Mango, apparently. I mean, your head's supposed to be substantially bigger than the rest of your body, but I'll give you that uh, trade-off. I mean, like, someone had to design the costume for a human being. Uh, but in any case... Uh, oh, look at that. <sighs> yeah, fuck yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I shake you up a little bit? I'm so sorry. All right, Mango, listen, I'm going to go yiff upstairs, okay? I got to get a mascot costume on, right? Gonna go I'm going to go upstairs, upstairs, get another person involved, right? We're going to go yiff. All right, man? Get a high five. So, are you guys know anything about yiffing? I mean,. Yeah, you guys, okay, I'm gonna go yeah. these people have to know this is Just leave these guys right? alone, guys. These are some highly incisive people. These guys they have run to. the economy. So just please be aware of who you're insulting, okay? These people run, these are the true masters of our economy. These are the people that shape our society. Critter brings up a good point. How much are the are these people spending on co costumes? Uh, also... Uh, as I brought up at the very beginning of the video, um, this, this convention is taking place in Dallas, Texas in the spring. Now, it might not be as hot as it is, as it is in the summer, but, uh, you know, it's, it's already getting pretty warm here in, uh, South Florida where I'm at. So, uh, you know, and. Texas has that dry heat, so, uh, you know, I can only imagine that, um, you know, it gets hot, that it must already be hot in Texas, too, and, uh, I mean, I, I'm sweating, I'm sweating just thinking about the temperature in some of these furry costumes so but sam you're you're into comic books and fandom like that so what about comic how, how how is that different uh it's different for a multitude of reasons but we'll we'll get into that so
Critter also goes, Neri can go as the Syracuse Orange. Bowchick Wellow. You know, oh my god, Critter, what what a what a great concept. Neri at a furry convention. Just doing Neri things at one, at one of these conventions. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Are you into My Little Pony? No, no, I'm sorry. Oh my god, this, this is You're not a pony, great. bro? No. But you are into, like, furries. Yes. Why are you drawing such a harsh distinction? Like, why is there such a contrast? I, I never got into it. You never got into it? Yeah, it's not my thing. I see. I have nothing against it, just... Nothing yeah. against it, I see, I see. Right. Dan Schneider, right? No. No? Alright, uh, sorry about that. Hey man, you definitely look like a furry, right? Mm, the one the badge, yeah. Yeah, so why aren't you dressed as like, you know, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog with a big cock and a big butt? And like, you know, big... Pikers in the chat says, furry suits are, uh, 2,500 bucks. Holy shit, that's a lot of money. And they, 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 I imagine they don't even have that, that... The, that the full suits don't even have good uh, ventilations. And again, folks, this is Dallas, Texas, people. Dallas, Texas. In the springtime, when it's monstrously hot outside. Neary would make a sexy orange. So, yeah. I mean, is that a thing? It is. Mm. Dude, don't people gather here for yiffing? Um, that I don't know. That's none of my business, but, you know, if it is, hey, they can do them. Right. Yeah. I hear you, man. A lot I mean, there's also, like, a rampant issue of pedophilia inside the, oh, uh, uh, inside uh, the, uh, yeah, furry I know, community. I know, I know that's a known issue, but we're trying to keep, keep those fuckers out. Right, right. Because we don't need that in the fandom. So it is a known issue. It's a known issue, yes. Understood. I see. Like, pedos get out, wastes get out, you know. Right. This guy is also a, a really bad stereotype of just a, not only a, I'm not, he doesn't look like, like a furry, but he looks like a really bad stereotype of a hipster to me. So, oh, God. Yeah, the... Yeah, bad hipsters is uh bad too. Uh yeah, cat yiffing yiffing is uh the sound that foxes make when uh they're doing it. So in fact, uh you know what? I'll I'll Google what yiffing is after the uh after we this finished play. This finishes playing. <laughs> Nero would be at a furry convention asking to get juiced. Well, 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 Crater, wow. Uh, you know, 
I'm pretty sure Neri has already asked to get juice once before on, on a stream, so. Uh. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Aggressive. Man. Absolutely. Ow, ow, ow. 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 Real nigga on the block. Are you guys with that? Real nigga on the block. No. It's always good last night. of these people are pedophiles, it's not that bad, you know? Only 50%. Chef salads. Edgy. Dude, look at that hot-ass mouse. You wanna fuck it? Oh, dear. Call me a mouse. What's up? Call me a mouse. I called you a mouse, yeah. Aren't you a mouse? What are you? Koala? Are you fucking joking? Get out of here now. Get out of here. You're a mouse, okay? You're 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 a living mouse, okay? That guy was just walking. I was asking why don't you transform into mouse and yiff with you? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I'll just keep on walking then. No 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 no! Come on, man. Jesus Christ. Hello again. Oh no, 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 no. Your Yef badge. Here you go. He he willingly he drops them. Is it oh, he's intentional? Willingly he's willingly jumping. Oh. It's the bad. I was looking for this badge. I was looking for it. I'm almost, I'm an official furry now. Um, I, I know that you're you know walking around, you know, live streaming, and you know asking like more yeah. questions of the fandom. Yes. Okay. I know you're gonna film. Okay, do you want me to? Act? I'll, I'll, I'll leave the convention. I'll, I'll leave the plane. This is so freaking bizarre, I can't stop watching. Yeah, me, yeah, me, ne me neither. Cap. Fuck! I just love when Carl runs like that, though, too. Fucking! 
Yes! I could, I could see Gabe doing this type of journalism. Gabe, you would, you would be great at this. Type of stuff. All right, let me take a breather. Uh, so Carl just tripped over a construction cut coming to you. Oh my. So that that was pretty good. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, the yiffing thing is pretty weird, I will say. Uh, by the way, folks, uh, I haven't done this yet in the stream so far. But uh, if you'd like to support the, uh, the show... Please uh, consider doing so. Uh, please consider doing so either by going to streamlabs.com forward slash Whitfield Report or uh, please consider heading on over to paypal.me forward slash Whitfield Pod. Either of those uh, methods would be. Uh, deeply appreciated. As always, hit that like button and also uh, please share as well. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to do some analysis of the uh, of the Carl Two stuff because, uh, quite honestly, I find it hilarious. So. Pycrus. Uh, the the one furry server I'm on in Discord is full of. Well, I mean, would uh, that doesn't really surprise me. But uh, yeah. Uh, if you're if you're willing, I I could. If if you want to talk about you know furryism because. It, and honestly, if, if you're if you're a furry, like you know, as long as you're not being like a a pedophile, like it might be as as long as you're not doing anything illegal, or you know, or as long as you're not like you know screwing kids, as long as as long as it's all consensual and legal, I've I've got you know no qualms with you as far as the government goes. So, uh, yeah. Shared on Twitter for a furtabulous fun time. Oh, well, 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 th well, thank you. Thank you, Critter. That, uh, Critter, by the, Critter, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is not a furry. Uh, she just kind of has a, a Twitter handle, which I guess could be construed as maybe being a furry name, but she's had the handle since before I got. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Hurricane Gat, do furries dumpster EF? Uh -huh. 
Yeah, maybe they do. It's Santa Claus furry. Mmm, no. I'm not... I'm a closet... I'm a closet heterosexual male. Oh, wait, no, I'm not closeted about that at all. So, um... No, I am a... I'm a... I'm a proud... Straight white male. Uh, I am crippled though, so that that's like the that's the one social justice warrior card that I guess I can play, kind of, sort of. But my white my white privilege card trumps everything, so. Uh, yiffing begins in a dumpster. Uh, yeah, let's see. I bet you are yiffing. Yiffing begins behind a dumpster. Well, I mean, in a dumpster, behind a dumpster, does it really matter? But, uh, yeah. Ha. Uh, comes from Shiver Me Timbers in my nickname. From high school. No. Oh, J Jacob, you, uh, you missed the best, you missed the best part of the show. We're not over by any means necessary. I might, I might have to play this one one again too, down the line because it's just uh, way too good. But uh, anyway, speaking of uh, dumpster pumpers and sodomy and guys, you guys, I have more Owen Benjamin stuff to cover. It's that segment of the show. It's Owen Watch. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is, it is that time of the night. The time where this is the segment that everyone tunes in for. Even the haters and the unbearables. They love when I talk about their masters. So, without further ado, it's time for Owen Wave. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have any... I need to get, like, more transitions or more sound effects, but in the meantime, uh, and admire my, uh, the sound effects I make with my mouth. Pew, pew, pew. Also, uh, please hit that like button and please consider, uh, contributing. Streamlabs, uh, .com forward slash Whitfield report or paypal.me forward slash Whitfield pod. Uh, anyway, though, in tonight's, uh, Owen Wave segment, um, where to start? Oh, yes. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I was going to, uh, open a beer here on stream, but, uh, I decided not to because, uh, my, our dear friend Owen has... Decided to pursue the path of righteous, uh, sobriety. And, uh, you know, I'm proud. I'm proud of our friend Owen for deciding to, to go down the path of sobriety. But he now has, uh, a new and challenging he has a difficult path to uh, walk down because apparently 
uh, it's hard to talk about the JQ without, um, you know, alcohol. As, as you guys will see. So this is, uh, this is Owen talking why he decided to, uh, quit drinking. Allegedly. Oh, and this, uh, this comes from, this clip comes from our good friend, uh, Johnny Arcade. So, uh, let's roll this tape. I'm not, I'm not drinking anymore until at least winter. I caught myself doing wizardry on myself. I re-listened to the last episode and I was, I just sensed that I was not being honest with myself about how, like, I can't do as much garden work and be a dad and do comedy and all this stuff and be hungover ever. And, uh, it's a winter activity for me. It just is. It's just, I could sense in my own tone that I was like, yeah, it's no big deal. I just looked at my feet and there were beers. It's like, oh no, I can't drink now. And so. Okay. Now in all seriousness here, folks, I'm not being kidding at all. Um, I do understand what he means by drinking as a winter activity. I, I, again, I'm being legit serious here. Um, I've talked about my uncle's alcoholism a little bit on this show. Um, I, for those of you who don't know, I lost one of my uncles who I, who I was very, uh, close to about two years ago, um, because of cirrhosis of the liver. Um, my uncle... My uncle was the type of guy who, um, he was a firefighter most of his life and a really, uh, down to earth and decent guy. He, he, he wasn't an angry alcoholic at all. And, um, in fact, quite the opposite. Like when he would get drunk, he would, he would just want to party with you. Um, and he was the type of guy who, he was the type of guy who would give the shirt off his back um, for you. So, um, I I did a whole podcast episode on it like a few years ago before I got on YouTube. Anyway, I I really I really miss my uncle and uh, losing my uncle to alcoholism uh, was really really hard uh, for me. But. Um, Anyway, he, he lived, he lived in, uh, northern Michigan, too, near, towards the, towards the end of his life, to take care of my uncle, to take care of my, uh, grandparents, I mean, and, um, my, uh, my uncle, you know, it, it is, it is true that when you live it out in the, in, like, the, the north, when you live in any type of like really cold environment for a sustained long period of time in the winter, you know, there's not a whole lot to do up there. So what do you do when you're not working? People tend to drink. And so I don't necessarily, I understand why Owen was drinking uh, in the winter time. I'm not saying it's a great idea, but I understand it. 
So anyway, continuing on. I'm gonna not drink until winter, and if for some reason I'm, I start trying to lie to myself again, then I just can't ever drink anymore. In the Bible, it doesn't say not to drink alcohol. It says to be sober, sober-minded. You could be sober-minded and land the plane with a couple beers. Fact. I was never drunk. I, I would get that one time. I did get drunk and cry though. Okay, I want to buy that clip for you again. So let me play this again. So. Oh, and in the, in the beginning, he says, I need to quit drinking beers. In the same stream, he says that, you know, drinking is no problem. And it's this, he even says that, like, it's no big deal that you can land a plane, too. I'm not, I'm not drinking anymore until at least winter. I caught myself doing wizardry on myself. I re-listened to the last episode, and I was... I just sensed that I was not being honest with myself about how, like, I can't do as much garden work and be a dad and do comedy and all this stuff and be hungover ever. And uh, the, I, it's a winter activity for me. It just is. It's just I could sense in my own tone that I was like, yeah, it's no big deal. I just looked at my feet and there were beers. It's like, oh, no. I can't drink now. And so I'm going to not drink until winter. And if for some reason I'm, I start trying to lie to myself again, then I just can't ever drink anymore. In the Bible, it doesn't say not to drink alcohol. It says to be sober, sober minded. You could be sober minded and land the plane with a couple beers. Fact. I was never drunk. I, I would get that one time. I did get drunk and cry, though. OK, now. This. uh this is weird to me for another, for a number of reasons. Uh, first, um, well, first, yeah, er, er, so Evil Eric in the chat says nothing about any of this, says anything other than alcoholism. I have exten ex extensive exper experience. He's admitting alcohol controls his life. Well, yeah, I mean, as I just said, Evil Eric, my 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 uncle, um, you know, battled alcoholism rather unsuccessfully. Um, you know, and I I I I lost my uncle who I loved two years ago uh, to alcoholism. That okay, so a along with my uncle, ladies and gentlemen, so. About a year and a half ago, when, uh, or about six, gosh, it, it probably already has been a year, uh, or more like the, the last, um, you know, six to eight months or whenever, uh, I called, I'm not trying to brag here or anything, but... I did say a few months ago that I suspected that Owen was dealing with alcoholism. Uh, you know, why? Because, uh, well, for one, he was drinking on every single um, stream every single day. 
and not just one beer, but he he was like cracking, um, he was cracking like two or three beers, and uh, that's not good. Um, secondly, he was also like starting to to get really manic and paranoid. Now, part of that, folks, was because of the whole Eric Nimmer thing when he was when he was trying to come up. When he was trying to cover up for for Nimmer, but there was also like certain behaviors that he was uh, that he was exhibiting that um, that I noticed because my uncle exhibited the same types of like irrational behaviors when he would drink too, like, later on, on in life, okay, like, initially, Owen was, like, a really happy and go-lucky guy, a lot like my uncle, uh, then when he really started, like, pounding the booze, they both became, like, really irrational and, and, and paranoid, like, I'm not saying that they're, they're one and the same, clearly, my uncle, uh, I'm not, I'm not even comparing the two because, like, my uncle, even at the end, was far better than than Owen was, personally. But I'm just saying that manic behavior that I noticed in Owen, it really did make me sad because I noticed it because of my uncle uh, as well. And, I mean, that is the one part where I do feel sad for Owen. But, um... You know, at the same time, I, I feel more sorry for his wife and for his kids. Uh, also, hey, hey there, Moon. Uh, thanks for jumping in here. You, uh, you, mi- you missed uh, us going to the Yiffing convention with our good friend uh, Carl. Well, virtually, at least. Uh, but anyway, um, um, where was I? Oh yeah, Owen's alcoholism. So, uh, you know, I hate to say I, I, you know, I predicted it early on, but I, I did predict early on that Owen's alcoholism was going to be a big problem, and, uh, here we are. Now, his line about landing the plane, too, uh, that's bizarre, because, uh, you know, I think Owen is, I think Owen is, uh, he was referencing that movie flight with, uh, Denzel Washington, I think, where, uh, where he plays the pilot and, uh, you know, crashes the plane and it's revealed that Denzel Washington's character is the pilot. Uh, hold on a sec, folks. I've got it. I'll be off camera for just a sec. Here, I've got it. I've got to plug in and get the power adapter. Uh, okay. Yeah. Alright. Uh, let me, let me take a minute to read, uh, some messages. Uh, the moon says Carl is king. Um, 
Owen is due for another spiral any day now. Yeah, well, I mean, is that wrong any surprise? Owen is the king of spiraling. Uh, and Carl is the content king. Eric brings up an even, even, an even better point. Um, he's always in a spiral, and yeah, it is in varying degrees. So, uh, yeah, the whole landing, the, in fact, let me, let me pull this up real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Um, because I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm too far off here with any of this. Let me, let me go to YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, let me pull some shit up. Uh, okay. Flight. Denzel Washington. Okay, there's a... There's a scene where, uh, you know... There's a scene where it talks about, uh, is alcoholism. Oh, uh, it's... It's, uh, the beginning. Well, ho hopefully I can play this without getting, uh... Hopefully I can play this without getting popped. Uh, anyway, here is the, uh, here's the flight... Uh, takeoff scene. I, I believe that this is what Owen is referencing when he when he uh, you know says that men can land the plane with with beer. Okay, I I I think this might be it. I could be wrong, but uh, I don't think I am. Eighty nines cross check like a video game, right? Oh. Like a little 30 knot crosswind exercise the old stinker muscle. D1 and rotate. We're at a positive rate. You're up. Yeehaw, right on count. Now keep in mind, Denzel Washington in the movie has had like a couple of scotches in him or something at this point. I'd say severe turbulence, definitely severe turbulence. No meal service today. Yep, he's drunk. What are you doing? Leveling off. What? See that little sliver of black between those two ugly clouds? That's a pocket of smooth air squatting right over Kissimmee. Gonna thread the needle. Turn us right 30 degrees. Departure south at 227. We need to deviate uh, 30 degrees right. For weather. For weather. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Can't help you now, brother. 
So yeah, this is what Owen is referencing. Guys, he's drunk and he's piloting the plane perfectly. Uh, departure. We're leaving uh, 900,000 for flight level 180. We're approaching our maximum airspeed. So far, so good. Drinking and fun, booyah. This is South Jet 227. We're experiencing some rough air, encountering some severe downdrafts. We're in our flying now. Oh yeah. Also, I'm I'm experiencing alcoholism, guys. I'm right on the line. Settle down. I'm flying drunk, y'all. I'm Denzel Washington, and I am flying drunk. Also, I banged one of the flight attendants earlier in the movie, and, uh, her death is going to... Her death is going to haunt me. Thank God that's over. Okay, so this, this was not the, uh... Apparently this was not the, uh, the plane crash scene, but, uh, yeah, so, okay, yeah, I, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to play the, uh, the, the I mean, I, I was already risking a lot playing just the three-minute clip and not getting popped, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Denzel's character, they, they didn't show this clip, but he, he takes, like, three shots of whiskey, like, from the those hotel minibar things, and, uh, you know, later on, that movie is revealed that he, he has, like, a coming-to-Jesus moment, and he reveals, like, that he's been drinking. The whole entire movie is also about, like, his struggle with alcoholism, too, how he's just, like, constantly drinking it's a it's a good movie but yeah i i so i i bring this up because uh owen also made a few days ago he also made a made a few comments uh a few days ago about how uh you know drinking is associating with uh landing at the plane and uh you know Weed is associated with dumpster pumping. I shit you not. That's what he said uh, in a recent stream. About Denver, too. Uh, cut number one. Go. I need alcohol to talk about the, the juice. This is why I know weed's worse than alcohol. Because if you go to Denver... There's a million places to buy weed and you have to go to special stores to buy beer because beer is associated with men landing the plane and pot is associated with uh, homosexuals taking in their ass, their mouth and uh, anywhere they can get it. And I'm not being a fucking hypocrite because I'm, I'm not drinking right now. I'm not going to say I'm not drinking again. I'm just saying I'm cleaning up until I can figure out, you know, 
a better system or my life gets a lot less chaotic. Uh, let's play that again. There's so much to unpack here. I need alcohol to talk about the, the juice. This is what. Okay, no, Owen. All you needed to say is I need alcohol. Because that's that's the truth. It doesn't matter what you're what you're doing, Owen. You need alcohol to function. Because you're an alcoholic. Now, this next part uh, pissed me off uh, a little bit because you know how, like, I don't know if you've ever, ever been in, in, in a situation, but, like, if you have an ex-girlfriend or something and you're, uh, you know, and your friend starts talking shit shit out or like do you ever get the feeling like you know hey bro like you know I can dox shit out or but you know you chill it down a bit. well that's kind of how I feel about Colorado too like okay I bitched that like what what a crap hole Colorado has become since uh you know we got legalized and it has but, um, like, at the same time, there's still plenty of, like, you know, good things about Colorado, too, that I love. Uh, and I, I really don't appreciate this jerk-off, like, just talking shit about Colorado and also being completely inaccurate about, about shit. So, anyway, continuing on. No weed's worse than alcohol. Because if you go to Denver, there's a million places to buy weed and you have to go to special stores to buy beer because beer is associated with men landing the plane and pot is associated with uh, homosexuals taking in their ass, their mouth. Okay, Owen, um, you've got that reversed, buddy. Like, yeah, there are, there are liquor stores in Denver. Uh, but I can also go to King Supers, which is like the, you know, the soup, the supermarket chain in Denver. And, uh, I can, I can buy, I can buy booze in Denver pretty much like anywhere else you can buy booze. Uh, but you still do need specialty. You need to go to specialty stores, um, to buy weed in Denver. And, um... You can, you and you can only pay cash for, for weed too. Like, okay, I moved when I'm so I moved here to Florida in 2013 after graduating waiting high school, and weed had been legalized, but it hadn't gone into effect yet. So like I missed that. Um. But um, okay. The moon says, "I just ate some edibles. Uh, am I am I gay? Am I a gay now? Well, moon, do you do do you really want me to answer that, buddy? Do you do you really want me to answer that? I mean, I I've I've heard I've I've heard your voice. Um, I I I've." 
I've heard I've heard your voice. Um uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're gay because of, uh, animals. I'm just saying that you're gay because you're Canadian. So, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, because, as Dennis Lear would say, I'm an asshole. So, I might have to play that for you too. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so let me, let me, let me start this over again. But yeah, you, you, Owen's got this all ass backwards. You, you can't, I mean, this guy is a retard, so what, what else do you, what, what else do you expect? But you need specialty stores to go buy weed, but you can buy a liquor anywhere. And by the way, Owen, like, the only reason why you think that alcohol is associated with men landing the plane is because you saw the movie Flight, which is about an alcohol pilot. Somehow, Owen managed to take that, um... Owen managed to, um... To get like the exact opposite of that message, like the the like flight is actually like a, a pro sobriety anti alcohol alcohol movie, and uh, Owen managed to somehow pick out of that movie that like you know if you want to land a plane, you should drink alcohol. So uh, so. Florida man ripping on his hosers. So, um... Yeah, well, I, uh... Well, I mean, technically, technically I'm a Colorado boy. So, uh, you know, I'm from Colorado and I'm still ripping on hosers. But, uh, you know, it's okay. You're less, you're, you're less gay than the rest. So, um, you know, that, that's good. I need alcohol to talk about. Okay, that's all you needed to say, Owen. I need alcohol. Okay. The, the juice. This is why I know weed's worse than alcohol. Because if you go to Denver, there's a million places to buy weed, and you have to go to special stores to buy beer. Because beer is associated with men landing the plane, and pot is... Again, not the, not the, uh, that's not the, that's not the, the point of the movie Flight, dude. Like, rewatch, rewatch the movie, Mr. 147 IQ. Okay. Hurricane Cat goes, I'm, I'm catching a flight to Denver. So. Damn, you got me there. It's not like Colorado is Canada of the U.S. or anything. Well, I mean, it, it kind of is, Moon. I'll on it. Yeah, we we. Boulder is definitely the Canada of the U.S. for sure. 
So, yeah, let's see. Associated with uh, homosexuals taking in their ass, their mouth, and uh, anywhere they can get it. And I'm not being kind a fucking a- hypocrite because I'm, I'm not drinking right now. I'm not going to say I'm not drinking again. I'm just saying I'm cleaning up until I can figure out, you know, a better system or my life gets less chaotic. Did he just say that his wife, did he just say he's drinking until his wife gets uh, less chaotic or until his wife gets less chaotic? Sounds to me like he says uh, until his wife gets less chaotic. But, I don't know. Um, Alright, so for those of you who uh, missed this, now that the moon is here, I I have to play this again. Uh, Or at least parse it because it's, it's too hilarious. The yiffing... The yiffing convention. Let's, uh, let's take a yiff, shall we? Oh, Carl, Carl, Carl. I love you, Carl. In the most heterosexual way possible. Yiff me! Yiff me! I wonder if Owen yes. Sorry, excuse me. Furries, hi furries. Uh, listen, is there is there um is there free parking here on Sundays? Sundays? No, we just parked up there. It's like it's like five dollars for twelve hours. Five dollars for twelve hours? That's not too bad. Can you guys show us? No, I know, I know, I know you saw. Okay, let me let me fast forward to the best. First off, where is the furry convention? Just right up here at this hotel. At the highest in a fucking a mascot costume right now. Are you guys ready? Okay. I know you are. Okay, here. So fucking hot. Hang on, I I got to fa- fast forward this a little well, bit. Well, at least I got a pin, right? All right, guys, I want to just pay for parking like a non-degenerate. My my favorite my favorite part of this video is coming up here you know, in just a second. Do what furries do, which is um, have sex with each other in mascot costumes. All right, let's go do that. Perfectly uh, socially acceptable behavior. Let's go do that. Is it just me, or does Carl look like like uh, Justin Timberlake? I I think he looks like I I think he looks kind of like Justin Timberlake, but uh, yeah. Okay. Got my little pin right over here. Okay, I'm just gonna pin that. Are you guys here for the Yiffing convention? Yeah. Um, how much is that? Like five bucks? No, it's about five hundred. I'm pretty sure that the moon wants to yiff. I me. have a yiffing badge. Look, do you see it? I'm ready to. I'm ready to yiff. I'm ready to fuck in a mascot costume right now. Are you guys ready? I know you are. Do you like to fuck dogs? What's up? What's oh my up? god. So, are you going to be like a uh, a dog or something? Like, what are you going to try to be for me? Oh, so, so 
Whenever Carl, I, I, I said this earlier, but I'll say it again. When Carl does that uh, super effeminate gay voice of his, it just always cracks me up. So, yeah. It, it, it cracks me up completely. Pro- probably because... Probably because I uh, probably because I used to troll people in the same way in my in my high school, so just by doing that extremely offensive stereotype, it's great. That'll show you. I got a yiffing badge. Check it out. One second. I love how he's finding my yiffing badge. Fuck. Shit. Uh, Are you into yeffing? Get out of here, man. You guys aren't into yeffing. Don't you guys have holes cut out for that costume? You guys aren't fags. Jesus Christ. Uh. High five! So fucking hot! Yeah! Yeah! Are you into yiffing? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Can you define Oh my for me? god! That, 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 is, that is by far the best part of the video. Hang on, I've I've got to go back and re and replay that. Jesus Christ! So fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Are you into yiffing? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can you define yiffing for me? Guy, the guy's rot is, is hilarious too. The guy makes that guy, uh. The guy makes that the the way he makes that guy run is hilarious too. So Oh. Oh okay. I I'm I'm just gonna become obsessed with that one clip because it's hilarious. High five! So fucking hot! Yeah! Yeah! Are you into yipping? Can you define yipping for me? No. Carl's gay voice. You wouldn't know what yipping is, right? Carl's gay voice completes me. 
Critter was saying earlier that we ought to send uh, Neri to a fur to a fur convention. So, wait, wait, Christendom, are you uh are you Carl? Have have I been uh? Have you been trolling me as Carl this entire time? Uh, that would be great. If that were the case. But anyway, um... So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we covered a lot of, uh, ground tonight, and, uh... It's... Holy crap, it's... It's 11.15 already, so... Yeah, folks, uh, I think I'm gonna call it a night... Uh, here. So, thanks for, uh, thanks for watching. So, um, yeah, great, great show tonight, folks. Uh, again, if you would be so kind and be willing, uh, be sure to hit that like button and please, uh, share the video. And, uh, please, uh, Please subscribe to the, uh, to the, uh, Whitfield report on, uh, Apple Podcasts, too. That really helps us out, even if you can subscribe to the audio podcast. Uh, also, paypal.me uh, forward slash Whitfield pod. Uh, also, streamlabs.com forward slash Whitfield report. Uh, folks, thank you for watching the, uh, the Saturday edition of the Whitfield report. I'll be back uh, tomorrow, possibly for a mobile live stream by the iPad, uh, where I'll cover YouTube lives uh, streaming fiasco. Uh, but until then, folks, good night, God bless, God save this great nation, and uh, thanks for watching, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good night, God bless, God save this great nation. And uh, as Mr. John Neri, the orange man, would say, uh, God, freedom, legacy, in that order. Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show you can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page if you can support the podcast I really really appreciate that Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated, even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast. I 
encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.